two arrested in Adams County after deputies responded to a disturbance. Here's a look at KSOM, KS95 News. The residency were called to is 805 15th Street in Corning. Arriving deputies witnessed two individuals near the residence take off on foot. Officers caught up and arrested the duo, identifying them as Blaine Patrick Ventiger of Corning and Trainer and Michael Dixon of Nottaway. Deputies transported Ventiger and Dixon to the Adams County Jail on charges of minor in possession of alcohol and public intoxication. Bond was set at $300. And the Adams County Sheriff's Office received a tip from the Corning Aquatic Center of a juvenile potentially drinking and smoking at the pool. Arriving deputies arrested 13-year-old, a 13-year-old male on charges of possession of drug paraphernalia and minor in possession of alcohol. Deputies transported the minor to the Adams County Jail and later released him to his parents. Creston Police reporting two arrests. 37-year-old Jennifer Lynn Hamm of Lorimore is charged with domestic abuse assault first offense and 30-year-old Richie Rodriguez of Creston arrested for failure to appear probation violation. Twelve girls and seven boys are vying for the title of Fair Queen and King at the Cass County Fairgrounds this evening. Haley Schmidt, Cass County Fair King and Queen Contest Superintendent, said the process started in July. On the 11th, candidates appeared at the Cass County Community Center for preliminary judging. The candidates filled out an application and turned it into the extension office. And so this included individual interviews as well as a group interview. So we had 12 queen contestants and 17 contestants. Um, they were all judged on their appearance, personality, leadership, citizenship, and communication skills. Um, so on the judging day, they were able to talk to our judges, and they were also treated to a wonderful meal catered by the Downtowner Cafe which was also sponsored by Brocker Carnes and Carnes and the Cass County Farm Bureau. The contest tonight starts at 7 p.m. with the Little Miss and Little Mister contest. The King and Queen contestants will then make their appearance at around 7.30. Candidates will introduce themselves, talk with the MC, and then there will be a brief intermission featuring the Banner Club and Senior Recognition and Hall of Fame ceremony. During that time, the judges will head backstage and select the King, Queen, Prince, Princess, Mr. Congeniality, and Miss Congeniality. King candidates this year include Brian York, Nolan Hensley, Logan Evans, Brett Drager, Dylan Comas, Tristan Becker, and Colin Evans. The Queen candidates are Elizabeth Anderson, Rachel Becker, Mallory Bankin, Cece Hensley, Natalie Bankin, Sydney Becker, Paige Jensen, Rio Johnson, Peyton Laporte, Emma Mundorf, Kira Olson, and Tristan Swain. Cass County 4-H and FFA Rabbit Show Superintendent Justin Ritalik is spearheading a fundraiser for new rabbit cage tables. Ritalik says the current wooden tables have been remodeled numerous times and are not all safe to handle. He said five or six years ago they started drawing a design for some new ones. So about five, six years ago we started drawing up plans for a new table design and what we came up with and finally got a prototype built is is a metal frame table that doesn't have really sharp edges on it, safer, easier to handle. Uh, and the big thing is our wooden tables right now, kids cannot clean underneath of them. 
and with the new ones they'll be able to pull out a tray and clean underneath the rabbits through fair keep it looking a little nicer a little cleaner additionally the legs are removable for more accessible storage and will work very well according to retallic 4-h and ffa rabbit show starts at 8 a.m on friday in the inside show ring Guthrie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved participation in the Safe Streets and Roads for All grant application. County Engineer Josh Seaburn said with part of the infrastructure bill, there's $1 billion in safety funding and grants, and so the Iowa County Engineers Association is putting together a statewide grant application to have an action plan in place for all 99 counties. Seaburn said with distracted driving, they have to have a plan for buffers before vehicles exit the roadway. Rumble strips on the side that's driving or widened shoulders or any variety of safety things. To get at that physical infrastructure improvements, you have to have this action plan. Well, probably two-thirds of the counties have some sort of a plan, a third of none. We're in the third that has no plan. The grant has a September deadline. On Tuesday, the Audubon County Board of Supervisors approved a revised vacation allowance for the new IT director, Brennan Schulte. Supervisor Chairman Doug Sorensen currently says currently a new hire is allowed one week of vacation the first year. Sorensen says one week does not bode well for experienced candidates, and he says the board voted to allow Schulte two weeks vacation during his first year. Someone comes the county from an experience situation one week is probably not enough to get them recruited so we were talking about changing that policy and uh some ideas came out of that we haven't done anything but uh for our new hire the the uh it director uh we did give him two weeks of vacation in the first year because he does come with four years of experience Sorensen says the board also discussed the current cell phone allocation policy for department heads but did not take any action on changing the cell phone allowance More and more electric vehicles appear on the nation's roadways. Fire departments are undergoing training on how to deal with electronic vehicle fires should one occur. There's no clear-cut data on whether electric electric vehicle fires are more dangerous than gas-powered cars and truck fires. What is true is it takes an entirely different approach should one occur on a uh, high-voltage-powered EV. Alex Ford, Council Bluffs Fire Marshal, says the passenger model EV fires are easy to extinguish. The high-voltage battery vehicle fires are a different story. When they include the high-voltage battery, that they become an issue. And where they become an issue is the amount of water it takes to cool that battery to actually extinguish it. So Tesla has even given some guidance that says you need about 3,000 to 8,000 gallons of water just to extinguish um, an electric vehicle fire if it includes that high-voltage battery. Ford says this becomes an issue because the engines traditionally responding to these fires are limited to 750 gallons of water on board. So if it's something that happens within the city, then they're looking for hydrants to supply that water to put that fire out. Where it's going to become an issue and where we've really had to kind of prepare for this is if this was to happen in a rural area or on our interstate system where we don't have access to those hydrants, then we have mutual aid agreements with some surrounding um, departments where they can bring tankers to us to supply that water because that's going to be the issue is just the water supply that 
um, is available to us on like interstates or rural roads. Always more news available on our website. Check us out at www.westerniowatoday.com.